You are listening to Let's Go Goku, the weekly Dragon Ball Super podcast from Dynamite in the Brain and Secret of the Sailor Madness on today's show. Now wait for it. Who's going to do the voice of the caveman monster? We have Niall Flanagan. Hello. Anthony Askew. Hello. Dwayne Maloney. Oh, ho. <laughs> oh I left and it for Dwayne to do. No. Ryan Smith. I thought Dwayne was going to do it too. <laughs> I didn't want to take the, the crown of, of that. This week's episode, To the Promised Resort, Vegeta's Family Vacation. But first, the week in Dragon Ball news. Of which there was a lot, and I cut a load out because didn't want to go through 15 different items. <laughs> Hollywood Reporter, is Japanese anime finally making money abroad? They had an article about that very topic. Uh, they mentioned that the uh, latest Doraemon movie brought in nearly $100 million outside Japan and Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F is nudging $50 million in the middle of a 74-country release. Huh. Doraemon's doing pretty good, 100, 100 million bucks. That's not bad at all. <laughs> uh, yes, the uh, Stand By Me one, the uh, mm. CG one. Apparently, uh, 2013's Battle of Gods did approximately 40% of its 50 million global box office outside Japan. Mm -hmm. Uh, Still performing well in South and Latin American markets, as US and China releases still to come. Mm. Well, the the big both of those things are still like very, very well known. They got a lot of, uh, gotten a lot of exposure in markets outside Japan. So, like, like these are like classic titles that everyone knows. No, you yeah. have expect these to do well, really. So, yeah. yes, as I was arguing on Twitter, but that people would complain about that New Yorker article referencing or New New Yorker joke essay thing about uh, Comic Con behavior standards, joking about uh, tentacle anime, and people saying that's out of date. And oh, look at how modern media thinks about anime they don't think about tentacles if you, all you need to do is create a google alert for dragon ball yeah and then you, then you see that is the main reference point yeah as i, I shall I, I don't think about anything at all really about it <laughs> because here we go elite daily 10 sex fears that may be preventing you from actually enjoying sex this was an article which came up in my dragon ball alert from google alerts oh dear because under four erectile dysfunction it mentions, don't leave it up to the partner to make Dragon Ball Z want to play. It's your responsibility. So. What? what? <laughs> which made me think there must be an app out there which for making tenuous metaphors to uh, maximize, maximize your SEO. Uh, I get the sense behind it, but that's oh, ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> Why? It's, uh, that entire article is so badly worded. It looks like a machine wrote it. <laughs> 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 uh, Crunchyroll mentioned about a TV program from NHK called Shumi Doki, which will offer anime voice actors cram school segments. And the first one will be the first instructor will be Masako Nozawa, who is the voice of Goku <laughs> and Gohan, <laughs> Goten, yeah. Yeah. and I- any other characters? <laughs> um, I don't know, actually. Well, we'll see you at the next, like, you know. <laughs> 
I don't know. Oh, she might voice like a baby or something. Oh shit! I you know if um, <laughs> if like um, Gohan and Vita know if that if the, if that baby arrives over the course of the series, you know he'll probably be voicing that kid too. Yeah. Actually, Zara, didn't she? She appeared in like uh, as herself in some recently airing series. There, it was about like. The girls who dreams of becoming voice actors, and uh, she didn't appear in that in herself in the first episode, I believe. I forget what I forget, right? I forget what the series is called. I think it's just called like "Say You Girl" or something like that. Um, it's right in that kind of Shiro Bako popularity wave. Right. Uh, let's just check. Uh, oh yes. Well, yeah. No, no, no. A character called there's a movie character she's done voices for, but. Uh, no, that's it for the uh, TV on Dragon Ball. Okay, next up, the Geeks of Doom SDCC 2015 X Men Apocalypse panel <laughs> also showed up in my Dragon Ball news. Um, <laughs> of SD, SDCC stands for San Diego County Council. Uh, <laughs> Lucas Till <laughs> comments that he has been practicing the Dragon Ball Z Kamehameha wave since he was six. So Havoc's energy wave will have been perfected. <laughs> Tell you what, your feed settings are incredible. To be picking up on that kind of thing is ridiculous. Every day, matter right. how yeah, it's just, trivial. It's just, all I've got it set for is Google Alert emails coming in for any time Dragon Ball is mentioned in a news item. <laughs> and it can be pretty tenuous. <laughs> okay, so Deadline had an article, Minions, Henchmen Run Past 400 Million Worldwide and Number One. Terminator Generates $46.5 Million. Uh, Bahubali, China, See Big Bells International Box Office Update. The usual barely English deadline headline. Uh, in, because in this, it mentioned Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F, Fox International Productions, Japanese title, added $580,000 to take the uh, total past $50 million. Uruguay was this week's opener on six screens mm-hmm. for a per average screen of $4,114. Okay, Anime News Network had an item about a poll on uh, Carapedia's Facebook pages of who people's favourite manga artists were. Number one was Hideaki Sirachi, number two was Ichiro Oda, and number three, which is why it's in the news item, was Akira Toriyama. Hmm. Also placing was uh, Hiromu Arakawa from Full Metal Alchemist. Hirohiko Araki, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Rumiko Takahashi, uh, you fellow does Tokyo Ghoul, Naruto. Where's your Berserk Champ. guy? And, you know. He's not, he's, well, he was in there, but he's not in the top 10. High Shield 21 the guy, the Murata, where you, you, you Murata. Yeah, there's, there's two one, people who should be man. one and two. <laughs> they should be outright one and two. Hi. It's said favourite manga artist. Uh, fair enough. Not ones. the best. That's, that's um, I'll give it that. Uh, 10,000 users and followers of their Facebook pages the results were split 52% male 48% female with 72.5% of the respondents under the age of 30 Uh, and Bandai Namco brings Dragon Ball Z Dokkan battle to Android gamers globally today that's what I learned from Droid Gamers 
And that is correct. I've just installed it on my tablet. Have I'm not you tried it? Oh. I suspect it will run very poorly on my aging tablet in the same way that the One Piece game did. <laughs> and it's a rhythm game as well, so I suspect I won't like it. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, how are you going to learn how to shake it, Brian? <laughs> I, I can all like try to deliver to you immediately you, you enjoyed One Piece so <laughs> can't do it for you in Dragon Ball and there's no hope for you <laughs> some kind of like uh, Joker <laughs> with a matching game made it, made it, that'll set you up your Kai watch that's what he needs <laughs> that'll, that'll teach him anything nuclear science in form of your Kai watch <laughs> we'll get out to your Kai watch later or later today Later on this podcast, oh. <laughs> as there were some lines in this episode which were making me think of Yokai Watch, which I hadn't connected it last week, but uh, it definitely connected this week. So on to the episode, and Dwayne's going to do this week's synopsis. Take it away, Dwayne. Right. So after the standard anime, far too long synopsis of the last episode, considering not that much happened, uh, we get back to Goku, who's teleported onto Kai's planet. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. He's just ranting to Bubbles and... What was that bug's name? Gregory? Yeah. George? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what his name was in this. As it's called, the name we know yeah. is Gregory. I mean, a Gregory's a great name for a bug man, so... Yeah. But anyway, he's just chatting the name and they don't have a clue what he's talking about because one's a monkey and the other one's a bug man. But he's driving around and Goku teleports into the middle of the one road on that goddamn planet. <laughs> and somehow he didn't seem to be driving that fast but somehow he swerves into his house wrecking it um goku informs him that he's come there for training after he eats the giant several giant bowls of rice and uh while kai's rebuilding his house which is goku's like a really bad guest is i didn't know he was that kind of guy yeah, it's probably better that he just start. you just sit there and eat your rice because yeah know, he's probably doing no damage with. already we've yeah. seen we've seen what he does out in the field you know where there's nothing else around he just like uh just destroys everything so nothing ever grow there again imagine what i'll do to this guy's <laughs> sitting room you know <laughs> that's fair um but yeah so we're cutting to bulma who's driving some sort of flying van um <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm just envisioning it right now <laughs> camper van really. yeah well i mean like i mean like um freaking trunks is in the back like sleeping and annoyed that he can't fly at super speed to their holiday destination he's like no we're taking a family holiday so we have to take the family camper flying van and vegeta has refused to go inside because he's too cool to be inside a camper van but he's not cool he's not so uncool that he can't stand on one I don't know. So she's kind of uh, playing with him by trying to drive around like really crazily um, to get him to fall off or something. The best part is going underwater and getting a big octopus stuck to his face. How, how uh, does he not, no matter how strong someone would be, they can't defy that kind of gravity. <laughs> how is he, for, is he forcing like, I know he can fly, perhaps he's pushing down on it. I don't know. Maybe he's, he's got- flying in a standing position on top of the camera. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. he's not even touching it. Maybe he's flying yeah. alongside with an inch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, like, <laughs> it's like, 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 like, why if you could, like, if you could fly, would you just like fly standing up everywhere? It's like, yeah, just fly forward like that. It I mean, might that, be the most aerodynamic, but yeah. Yeah, because I mean, like, that would really mess with the air resistance of the flying camper van. You know, so it would mess up Bulma's driving. I think. Yeah, maybe he has it like really good grip on his toes as well. He's training the toes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also liked when he she drove through the woods uh, that he had like some kind of fruit stuck in his head. I think one was like, 
I, I, it's I like a lychee like, or something. It's like a yeah, lychee shell, a giant lychee. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that was nothing. <laughs> um, so Vegeta is kind of like a massive dick, like this entire episode. And like, you remember like way back when, when they did that time skip, when it was like, hey, Bulma and Vegeta are together and they had a baby. And everyone's like, how did that happen? It still doesn't make any sense to me. It's like, how is he a family man? Because he's like, he's like the sulkiest teenager taking on holiday. It's amazing. And with, with, uh, it's called, he's a bad boy. <laughs> it's dangerous. But, but why does he wear like Hawaiian shirts all the time? Comfort. <laughs> it's it's comfier than uh, a uh, Compared to Yamcha. I, oh, yeah, okay. I guess it's a bit more stylish. Right. Yeah, 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 I'm sure the, the, the Carl of Dragon Ball, as we have established. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, watching, watching this, watching this, it made me, it was, it was like if Lois Lane had married Zod instead of Superman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is perfect. Yeah. Because he, he, he's not a good guy to go on vacation with. But yeah, I, but I think if Zod had shown up in Superman and there wasn't a Superman, Lois Lane would still be fascinated by him and probably would have fallen in love with him as well. So it kind of makes sense. And Bulworth kind of has that sort of personality. It was particularly the rowing and her just continually being in love with him, even though he was just being so horrible. But he was, as he reminded her, he was making good on a promise made in the original series. Yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah. actually, like a shot from the original series where they both look roided out to crap, himself and Trunks. Um, and, and he's just like, if you can land a hit on me, I'll take you to a theme park. And then he hits him and, and he gets really mad at the kid and punches the crap out of him. And just about, he's about to go, no, 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 I'm going to take you to Disneyland. It's okay. It's cool. So do you think do you think there's been fans for that's been an unresolved plot point for them? <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, I think that's exactly a thing. Because I th- I've always wanted to see Vegeta sit in a tiny train, and that's something this episode gave us, and that's great. <laughs> uh, it's like, come at me, child. You know, I gotta train you to be like a warrior who's gonna def- gonna be like uh, destroy any enemy that opposes you. It's like, oh, 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 shit, stop. Get some mask. It's like he doesn't know how to handle this, like, this, like, uh, very delicate situation. It's just like, I'll bring it to the camera for every month. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me, like, when I was a kid, of, like, you know, of your dad. In my case, my dad training me to swim and stuff. Because, you know, I couldn't be arsed swimming. But it's like, I'll get you sweets. And I was like, ah, sweets. I do like that. <laughs> uh, and it's kind of nice to see him. It's like, oh, well, I have to make good on my word. I have a say in Prince and blah, blah, blah. His standard crap. And the only time he actually starts enjoying the holiday. Well, I guess two situations. When they're at the restaurant and they're eating more and more ridiculous food. And there's like a quick shot of him eating ice cream and he has a slight smile yeah. on his face. I fucking love that. It's like, this ice cream is too delicious for me not to enjoy it. <laughs> well, I was first skipping through the episode. It was like every, every scene I skipped to, he had exactly the same expression on his face. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> it saved on animation, I suppose. <laughs> um, so that was pretty great. Uh, we're also cutting to uh, Lord Beerus in space. Um... Like initially seeming to hang it out in some kind of void, but it turns out that um, uh, Whis is has taken him to some sort of crazy caveman dinosaur planet, which I was freaking loving because it, it kind of pans out it's, it's from really close into its mouth. And then it kind of pans out to this really weird looking dinosaur dragon thing. And then a bunch of like four eyed, four armed minions attack him. Oh, minions. Um, <laughs> not not <those> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, not quite. They're, they got not a little the bit of but they all have freaking stone axes. That's pretty sweet. Mm. Uh, but they don't do much good. So they have like their own, I guess, Dragon Ball esque hero um, who can, you know, do the thing where they create flame energy around them. And he attacks the the T Rex and knocks it out. And I thought it was kind of dickish of them because basically, Whis has said to Beerus that, "Hey, I'll get you some dinosaur meat. It's apparently the seven t- tastiest thing in the universe." Um, and it's like they decide to steal these dinosaur where they could easily get their own. Like they don't, they're not very small on the landscape. You know, <laughs> it'd be fairly easy to pick one off. But um, yeah, they've decided to steal it from this uh, muscly uh, caveman alien and he kind of does his super transformation thing uh which doesn't really get him far with beerus um, Well, first of all he has beerus oh. tries to talk sense into it uh, uh Wiss tries to talk sense into him first to try oh yeah he, he's trying to like he's saying listen i'm on a strict time budget so <laughs> and he doesn't understand him so yeah. then Wiss starts talking in his language which is would, like would anyone row, like row, 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 <laughs> I thought that was freaking great. I mean, like, I was disappointed because all this stuff was fantastic, but I was like, these guys are on the planet, so all these guys are fucked. So that was my only disappointment. I was like, we're never going to see these guys again. They're they're super screwed. Um, yeah, and as it turns out, he's kind of, he doesn't even want to eat the dinosaur. He just feels like blowing up the planet with like a, it looks like a bead of sweat from his finger or something. Yeah. <laughs> It was the bit before this reminded me of Yokai Watch when Beerus was calling for Wiss, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I was expecting the ghost to show up." Until I remembered that there was a character called Wiss in this as well. Uh, but surely, by destroying that planet, that dinosaur meat or that cuisine is now done. I think it's, it's all extinct. dinosaurs are tasty. Yeah, yeah. like all dinosaurs, okay. the universe, including on planet Earth. He was, he was hoping that if he ate it, he'd remember the uh, thing he wanted to find that, that it would give him the tasty punch or something yes that it would hit his taste buds with such tastiness that he would remember but it turns out blowing up the planet gave him a bit of a a kind of an idea of the silhouette he was looking for um uh, but yeah i think it, at that stage he figured well later on he figures out it's the super saiyan god the same kind of like super, oh, you know the thing, Wiss, and Wiss is, I don't have a clue what you're talking about. But um, when we cut back to Vegeta, he's at some kind of like, I don't know what, at some sort of fire festival type situation. And he's, for some reason, he decided to stand in the middle of a mosh pit. Uh, so he's getting really annoyed by the amount of elbows that are bumping into him because he's short. So everyone else is just, you know, that, they can't. That bit happened before all the stuff with Beerus and Wiss. Oh, sorry. I thought it cut back and forth between. No. When he oh, comes back, not- he's back at Capsule Core and he's in the gravity room. Ah, oh, sorry, that was the cut. Train. You're right. Uh, yeah, he's he's training in the thing and he's he's doing pretty good dodging them lasers, I guess. Uh, but he gets hit and he's sweating buckets and he's really annoyed. It's like I've accepted that Goku's the strongest in the universe, but I still want to beat him. Mm. Uh, in the meantime, Goku's fucking wrecking Kai's planet by dragging big <laughs> firebells. <laughs> yeah, he's like a bad dog. <laughs> Where did he even get those? I don't know. <laughs> it's like a bad dog. It's like digging up the whole garden. It's like, what are you doing? Get, get back in your house. Uh, yeah, um, I think that's the major points of it. There's probably a bunch of them. Oh, and then, uh, but when they blew the planet up, the uh, Kaioshins 
uh, the old one realised that it was uh, yes. Beerus had woken up. Dun, dun, dun. Which the, the leads to us nearly into next week's episode when it becomes Battle of Gods. Yeah, I, w- I was kind of surprised at that. I thought they were going to draw it out a little bit, but that's nice that they're actually going to go straight to that so they can get to the other stuff that, that the Battle of Gods will set up. You know, see some like kind of like maybe a few, a few party games, some kind of awkward like uh, party chit chat going on. You know, all this. I hope this time they don't skip on the bingo. <laughs> really disappointed. Well, I believe the fourth episode is something to do with the Pilaf gang. So, oh, excellent. Okay. I think they're going to go through Battle of Gods as quickly as possible, yeah. and then presumably get onto that other cat is in the opening credits. Fat cat, Not- fat Beerus. <laughs> Yes. He's got a name, but I'm never going to call him that. Oh, Beerus. That's true. Been having too much Beerus. Beerus got. See, I wonder whether he's just not a fussy eater like Beerus is, because that's the thing we've had established from these two episodes is how fussy an eater Beerus is. So maybe that one's fat because he just eats everything. He's given. Wouldn't he be bad at his job then? Because he'd be like, he'd eat everything, but maybe he's just not happy with it. You know, it's kind of a self. Gonna say yeah, or maybe he <laughs> eats it and then he decides nobody else should get to eat it, and <laughs> then blows the planet off. We're gonna mention this episode that they're in Universe Seven, don't they? When he's is it what the car is on the, uh, oh. uh, No, that's what uh, Wiss says okay. that the uh, dinosaurs are d- quite a delicacy in Universe Seven. Actually, there's a bit on those. Um, uh, what are they called? The, the blue guys. The, uh, it's not Supreme Kai, is it? So, uh, uh, I think, yeah, I think yeah, Supreme Kai and it's uh, like old uh, Kai. Kibito. Yeah, well, one of those Kibito guys. So Kai, the the ancestor one, the old dude. Yeah. Uh, he says like um, he hasn't been awake for twenty million years or billion years or something. And I was like, wait a minute, I thought he wasn't. He wasn't. So that the long. fat subs I saw said thirty nine years. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> that was a wild overestimate on the ones I was reading. Right, we all get I mean, something like, new, though. We all get a different experience from these. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I thought it, I thought it was a different amount of years in Battle of the Gods. I'm yeah, sure so did I. Years was right either, but <laughs> he's been asleep for an undisclosed amount of years. <laughs> all right, yeah, this like, is the problem. Yeah. Hurry up. And saw a proper translation for it. Yeah, <laughs> that would be nice. You know you want it. Just, just do it. Come on, stop playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing uh, Vegeta get revenge on the the squid. Obviously, not good. his squid. The one that got him in the water, but a squid in general. His face there was <laughs> it was great. And then he gets inked. That seems like a really bad call on the chef. Like I don't think you're supposed to <laughs> leave wait. it full of. Is that a thing? Well, it is, yeah, because you can have it on your spaghetti, don't you? We learned that from Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. No, you have the ink separate. You don't have, like, the thing full of it. Because if you jabbed a fork in it and then you got, like, ink in the eye, that'd be no good. Oh, that, that's how fresh it is, you know. Like, no, it's, it's straight out of the water. <laughs> oh, Why dear. is Goku train and ten times gravity when... Because he loves training. But Vegeta is in 150 times gravity. You did the last 10 seconds of 150 times gravity. <laughs> they are stronger than this. I know they are Vegeta stronger Vegeta has access to the expensive... Um, capsule Corp, uh, yeah. Yeah, the Capsule Corp mm. stuff. Whereas Goku just like, hey, do you mind if I stay? And Kai's like, I don't want you to stay. Go away. I'm not your friend. I have a job. And it's driving around with this kind of philosophizing. I think the difference is Goku enjoys training just for yeah. the sake of training. So he wants Vegeta, to go train with his mates, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Vegeta just wants to train so he's stronger than yeah. Goku. Yeah. I and, guess. Yeah. Uh, and when um, Yajirobe 
is introduced in the original Dragon Samurai Ball. He's as powerful guy. as Goku. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. as powerful as Goku at the start. But his thing is, he doesn't care about anything, so he never yeah, gets any more powerful lazy. from that point. <laughs> <laughs> Dana Bridge got a bad moustache. <laughs> well, bad? Bad moustache? <laughs> you looking at the same guy? Uh, it's playing out pretty show. well. It's, uh, I'm enjoying it. I was kind of I was kind of upset that the entire episode wasn't just Vegeta going on holiday. I, I did enjoy the amount of him hating every minute of the holiday. That was pretty great. Uh, he, he like, no, he, I, I, I assume he loved the food that he got. He's he like, did. Oh, I, I guess he will cack rot season this stuff now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is that a saying thing or is it just uh, is he uh, well, a bad habit? Well, well, I guess no other fight to do to burn through a lot of calories, so they got to keep that up. <laughs> I guess he liked seeing yeah, Kid can't... Trunks putting on a shirt for some reason. He smiled at that, but then he was angered when he seen he had it in the wrong, the button in the wrong hole, which is very frustrating <laughs> to look at. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Like, you know, he's just preoccupied, you know, because he's just he was trying to like, watch the train and be the best, and he's just constantly back of his mind. He can't like relax for a little bit, you know. Yeah, with with that whole spiel about his training, I was kind of thinking, is he more like a shonen hero because he's really obsessed with being the best? Whereas he's, Goku's just like, I just love it. It's like, yeah, it, you also that that word, like Goku's kind of like the natural talent now and then, like, ah, uh, okay, and then Vegeta would be what they call the genius of hard work, <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay. They're fulfilling yeah. those roles. Like, like, like he, is, he is being like a, a, bit, a bit of a pillow sort of episode, but we know we're eventually going to get that bit in Battle of God where it's like, take your hands off my wife! And he's going to like <laughs> beat the shit out of Beerus. thing is, yeah. when Goku trains for something, because he knows the Earth's kind of threatened, he will train hard, but like at the minute, it's peaceful times. They don't know what's around the corner. So I guess if, well, he, if Goku knew, he, would be, he wouldn't be on 10 times gravity. He'd be bloody... <laughs> core of the earth pressure they don't He's- know that a cat is going to get angry when he doesn't get to eat his pudding <gasps> yeah <laughs> i mean like I, I guess the only reason for goku going training is he's been badly farming for like six months and he's just like he's really antsy to just go do something yeah withdrawal but, symptoms the, from the, the sudden windfall has, has given him a chance to just fuck off and abandon no, all still, his family still duties plowing this episode <laughs> <laughs> wait, not on purpose. <laughs> uh, if only he'd figured that out on Earth. He's like, wait, I could just put weights on my freaking furrow? Oh, man. You <laughs> could have been doing that like in the field. No, if this guy's going to do it in a couple of straight lines, and you could have been training, but hey. <laughs> nah. Yeah, like, the I, other. Like, he needs someone, someone, to, someone to, like, supervise him, you know, just to, like, you know, put all that energy, you know. It's very, very abundant energy, but it's all over the place. It's got focus it in, in a direction, like a laser beam, and then you can, like, really get some good work out of this guy. Uh, the, the only disappointment, again, with, like, them kind of going to setting up Bulma's birthday, like, straight away, is um, I, I was kind of hoping for more fucking around, as I always am. Uh, with, uh, I was kind of curious as to what Piccolo's been doing. I guess nothing but like you know creeping on people. <laughs> but uh, you know, th- there seems to be a lot of fun there to have. But yeah, as long as we're going to get it out of the way quick, I guess that's good too. That it's not going to be drawn out. Yeah, well, that, that doesn't mean we'll, we'll get more just like arson about. It's going to be this, this, all, this, this all kind of bad thing and then you know that that the, that that crisis it, it will be resolved, and then there probably be more messing around. Then, <laughs> well, I want just new <laughs> content. Believe. That's what I'm excited because although this is new, it 
because I kind of know where it's going. It's like, well, yeah, yeah, but still good content. Mm. And and there, I believe there is a world martial arts tournament in the year. Oh, this is currently I can't set. wait. I can, uh, well, uh, well, we've we've seen how these things are meant to be done. You just do it like one piece and just have them all in a Royal Rumble. <laughs> I'm always a fan of the, the question Dragon is Ball tournaments, where, though. Will they stick to the established continuity for the that tournament? What the same announcer already, again? Well, no, the same winner. Because <laughs> <laughs> remember, of course, in the in the comic, you've already seen ten years past this point. Mm. Oh, yeah. Anxious times. Well, that, that could happen in another universe. <laughs> it could do. That's why I do kind of hope we get alternate universe versions of all the characters show up at some point. <laughs> do, do you ever think they're going to like... Fat Goku. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Fat Beerus is the god of chaos of the fat dimension. So everybody could be fat, fat Goku, Fat Vegeta. So it's going to be like that episode of Space Dandy. Ninja Jirobi. <laughs> all the different dandies instead of Goku. Yeah. With Goku. That'd be great. <laughs> do you think... I mean, like, I don't think they'd do it just because they wouldn't be shitty like that. But do you think they'll ever do a thing where they take the piss out of Dragon Ball GT? Like Goku puts on a red jumper and is like, oh, that doesn't look right. And then... <laughs> Anything could happen. <laughs> Anything. Hmm. Oh, shit. Maybe was... one of the alternate universes is GT. What a horrifying thought. Nobody <laughs> wants to be there. <laughs> Travel there and beat them up. Um... <laughs> yeah, they're the villains. <laughs> oh. uh, the animation, though, is really, really rather good. Um, particularly that fight between the uh, aliens and the dinosaurs. Mm. Yeah, good, that was really sweet. Good effects for me to suddenly be able to breathe fire. I think, oh, well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Maybe just everything that's powerful can breathe fire on that planet. Because the dinosaur, yeah, and the caveman could as well. I wish we had a name for that guy, because that guy was cool. Captain Caveman. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he's just down as leader. Okay. It's uh, played by Sota Arai, who plays loads of bit parts in various Toei shows. Going <laughs> many, many bit parts in Dragon Ball Kai. Hmm. Anything else to add? Um, nothing, nothing, nothing comes to mind. Nothing now. Good, good. Right, yeah, that wraps it up for this week. We've now got a uh, we're now on iTunes, so you can look for this on iTunes and subscribe. All right, do that. It's called Let's Go Goku. Same name as the podcast. So it helps find it that way. <laughs> so once you've subscribed, though, be back in next week for Where's the Rest of My Dream? Find the Super Saiyan God. In the meantime, check out our regular podcast at Secret of the Sailor Madness.blogspot.com and dynamitingthebrain.com. Goodbye. I'm pleased you did it. I didn't want to be the one to do it. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>